Thanks for listening to the Pro Video Podcast. Weekly insights into everything video. Proudly presented by worldpodcast.com. Here's the host, Blair Walker. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pro Video Podcast. Every week we dive into different areas of the industry. This week we're going to be looking into film trailers, making them, but also podcasts and podcasts related to video. I'm really pleased to have a special guest with us, Brett Pettigo. Thank you so much for joining the show today, mate. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. So you reached out to me, which I love, and I always encourage people to do. So thank you so much for doing that. Do you, do you want to explain um, why you reached out and um, inform the listeners on what you're up to? Yes, totally. So uh, I had an idea, and it just was a roundabout idea to where I wanted to start a podcast. Um, I work in movie trailers, is what you're saying. I'm a graphic designer in trailers. And, you know, it's it's very specified like it's a very small niche within this or small cog in this whole wheel of the entertainment industry and you know i would always see you know dailies coming in of just these beautiful shots that came in and uncolored shot they're they've got you know burn-ins on them and and everything and you know we would get some things were just storyboards that were drawn out and animated just to show what's going to happen animation especially and i was like i i it's such a small niche for me that I didn't know anybody else in anything in, in this whole vast industry. So I wanted to start a podcast and reach out and meet people. And that's where I came up with behind the credits because everybody's, you know, in the credits. Uh, and that's where I'm hopefully finding our guests. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just wanted to reach out and start meeting people in every different aspect of what we do. So I found you guys. Uh, through my research as I started and started sending out emails. And I was like, oh, no, it's too late. I can't turn back now. And uh, I wanted to reach out to you, Blair, because first off, your podcast is awesome. And it's so informative. And I, I mean, it's intimidating to be on it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't feel like I was stepping on your toes or anything because, you know, it, it's a it's a large family. And, I, you know. Yeah. And, and I said to you straight away, no, not at all. Um, I, I'm really supportive of anybody who's in this space, just as I am uh, anybody who's in the industry. Uh, I think together we're stronger. And having yes. another podcast out there for listeners to really enjoy, and and that just means that they might, you know, podcasts might be more of their entertainment choice. And as much great content as the I have on my show, I know that even if you're to listen to a couple in a row, it's good to mix it up with somebody else's voice too. So I yes. think the more the better. Yes, me too. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I'm actually doing a video portion as well. Um, I am, I'm not focusing on, but um, I was really inspired by Instagram and I found some incredible artists like uh, Grizz and Norm LeMay and, um, um, you know, EJ Hassan Fratz puts all his stuff up there and it's just, it's amazing stuff. So my thought was, Hey, I'm a graphic designer. I would really like to make a title for it. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to go ahead and reach out to these people, um, and be able to show people who they are and, you know, have a little face to face conversation with them. Yeah. And that's what I've found so rewarding about having this show is being able to connect with people. And so quickly, you know, it was yes. only what Thursday, a few days ago that you got in touch with me and here we are yes. seeing each other face to face, having a chat about things that we're passionate about and love. 
Yes, it's it's incredible. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, so um, I did reach out to you uh, for this. My my specialty is graphic design for trailers, and you're you are in a, a bit of a different world than me. For me, I feel like it's, um, I mean, it's amazing and it's dark and it's it's depth and and it's 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 really driven by the the film to where we go. But it's it's not it's I don't want to say limited, but it's you know it's it's definitely not the full variety of of uh, design that we do. I think that everybody listening can feel when you're in a particular space of the industry that there's so much more out there <laughs> and being aware of all the possibilities and um, opportunities out there. It's hard to feel like the grass is greener, <laughs> but this is where right. um, I think being able to use as many of your skill sets as possible within your discipline of choice. You know, I think that that's a hallmark of a great career path because yeah, I see it myself. I see some um, motion designers who are just doing illustrative animation, and it's just like, wow, it's so cool. But you know, I'm, I'm interested in doing some 3D or some editing or mixing it up. Right. So, I, I, for you and your role making film trailers, what are the different disciplines that you get to bring into your role? Um, I work mainly. Okay, so. I've, I've transitioned more into a television role. Uh, my my main focus and background was films. Um, I was lucky enough to work on films such as uh, Fast and Furious trailer um, and uh, The Giver um, and all these other incredible roles. But I have moved more into a television role. So I, I was way more into cinema 4D and 3D when I was in trailers. But I have gravitated a little bit more to 2D because it's – I mean, it's, it's just, it's beautiful work. They're both art, but it's, it's, it's challenging to me to find a different way. Yeah. I've seen um, your reel, and we'll have links to your, your pages with your show reel and some of the work. A lot of um, 2D motion and After Effects with a bit of 2.5D as well mixed in there. Very much so. Very much so. Um, I was always scared of the uh, cameras inside After Effects, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, they, eventually they grow on you, and you know the the way that um, every, they've versioned up After Effects through the years, it's made it a little easier, and plugins have come in and made everything easier. But yeah, everything uh, I love to have depth within within the looks. Just yeah, having been inside Cinema 4D and having those cameras and moving around that space, it's it's hard to move back into After Effects and feel a little bit clunky with moving around with the cameras but yeah it's such a strong tool for so many people in so many different areas of the industry but um 3d i'm pretty sure it felt like that there was a bit of 3d work in there as well inside of after effects with some of those is that is that Yes. So the process that I would use is I would work a lot in in Cinema 4D, which my main uh, 3D program. Uh, I did dabble a little in in Maya, uh, but we switched over. So Cinema 4D is the main for us. Um, and then you would render out, export in, which has gotten a lot easier these days to export a camera into After Effects uh, and then work in there. And then you can composite and you can add a few more elements in there. But you still want to have the nice 3D feel in the, the atmosphere. I really like the uh, Sherlock Holmes title uh, with oh, the woodpress letters. The um, letterpress word, it's something that those of us who deal with typography 
understanding that history of where letter forms come from. Right. It was, it was, um, it was, I think that one actually finished only on the international and the, the domestic trailer or the U S domestic trailer went to, um, it was a completely different look and it was awesome too. But then the, another cool aspect of it is once you get into the television realm, um, you start getting into more of integrated cards and, you know, you know, review cards. Uh, you'll have that, you'll have, uh, um, uh, masthead walls that you build into shots and things like that. And that's where it gets, it gets really fun. Really stressful on long nights, which I'm sure you know <laughs> all about. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not uh, the industry to work in if you want um, nine to five hours every day. Um, I'm I'm pretty lucky that we managed to keep things in balance. But even as you know, recently as last week, I had quite a few late nights, and that's just the way it rolls at times. Yes, yes. Uh, since I'm in the uh, the TV department, our our theatrical department, they were working on Alice in Wonderland and they, uh, they had a few uh, sleepovers, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I'm hearing of, but the work was absolutely amazing. And, yeah. and the great part about working in a team like this is we work with just the most talented folks in the industry and they're amazing people to work with. And, and that's one of my favorite things is to be able to, uh, bounce ideas off of each other and, you know, see somebody's work and some finds a new workflow that you incorporate into your own. And it's, it's great. And you work together so long that you become family and it's, it's an amazing thing. And I want to express that for our podcast because that can't just be in our bullpen, our graphics bullpen. It has to be in other areas of this industry, you know, to where somebody's just starting out. Um, I started out a little later in life. I was uh, 29 years old when I started at my first trailer house, and I started at the bottom. Uh, I started as a runner, and to me, it was, you know, some people might be like, "Oh, you're starting at the bottom," but for me, it was like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't even know this existed." There's a, the, you know, I mean, the, the studios don't make their own trailers. They have boutique shops that make them, so. Every day was a new thing for me, and I worked up from um, – this was a few years ago. So I was a runner, and then I w- moved into um, I moved into the tape room to where we would get three-quarter tapes and half-inch tape, which are v- just VHS tapes for everybody. But if you call them half-inch, you sound like a professional. <laughs> um, you know, and you get dailies. You get 200 sets of dailies in. You had to put them on a huge shelf, and it was just – it was an exciting time for me, no doubt. So – you were saying before that when constructing the trailer, a lot of the times you're getting all sorts of different content. My impression yes. would have been that you'd be getting graded content and pretty specific content at that. And that's just not the case. You're getting all sorts of material. Okay. It depends on when you come into the job. If you're coming in late to the job, the color corrections, color grading, it's already done. You've got a feature that you get to work off of. You're good to go. You, 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 you cut it. You're, you know, um, and then sometimes you get that it's a fast turnaround because they weren't happy with the other vendors work. So you're in, they give you a feature. They're like, here you go. Uh, we want to see a cut in three days, <laughs> which is, it's a very, very fast turnaround. But when you're starting on a job from the beginning, uh, sometimes you're not, you're, you're starting concepts before they even start shooting the feature. So you might get a string of storyboards together, but these days they're doing a lot of animatics. Um, they are doing really low poly, low res uh, versions, gray, no, barely any textures, just to kind of give you a sense of where the movie's going, uh, which is, which is amazing that 
shops can do that. And it, it gives the director um, full reign to know what they're going to do, and, and it just makes streamlines everything. It seems to um, to make everything go faster. But so yeah, so you're concepting off of that to begin with, and that's when for graphics, my portion where my cog of the wheel comes in, um, you know, we'll have extra time to come up with with really nice titles um and we'll put together a package of you know maybe 20 to 30 and then we'll pare those down sometimes we'll send them to client sometimes we will just animate and edit in our house and we'll send it off and they'll give notes they'll like it they'll you know have us revise it they'll have us choose a different look but it's it's fun and it feels really really good when you when you get a finish yeah I um, was really interested in the titles that you did for Fight or Die. Um, there are some really oh, cool, cool transitions with a nice oh, treatment you. that stood out. So um, that was, for the listeners, we'll have a link to that, but there was a, um, an illustrative treatment to this where yes. it really sort of tells a story and puts it in a place can you tell the audience about the process of, say, that particular piece on developing it? Yes, that actually was a piece that we normally don't do. That is for History Channel's uh, Texas Rising. Um, and it's about it's, – it's basically 1836 Texas. Uh, and there was a r- uprising um, from Mexico. And um, it's a very – hard story to tell and to just jump right into. So History Channel came to us saying, we want to build uh, sort of like a piece to give a little bit of background uh, before we get into the actual show. So that's that's where this piece came from. Right, right. It really stood out. It was very cool. Oh, thank you very much. And I have to say, uh, um, I loved your track on your showreel. I'm a big sucker for Queens of the Stone Age. So. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, uh, that's really funny because I got a lot of a lot of flack for that. You know, they're like, "Oh, you don't know how to choose music," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I I love music. I appreciate it, but it, that is the gene that went right out the window. I, I have none of that in me at all. So, thank uh, you very I'm, much. You're the first person to say that." <laughs> I'll be honest, when I'm reviewing showreels, I turn music off. Like when I'm looking okay. to hire people. It's, it's right. if it, it doesn't stand on its own, then right. yeah. And then it's then, very stressful too to pick your music. <laughs> you're like, Oh my god, are they gonna like it? Is this it's gonna put my work down? I'm like, Oh my god, I don't I don't know. I can't deal with it. So Queens of Stone Age it was. <laughs> yeah, sweet man, sweet. Yeah, it's always tricky doing a showreel. I cut one not that long ago and I haven't put it out there because okay. um I have, a, I have an idea for the opening title sequence treatment. And so it's sitting on the shelf waiting till I actually find some time nice. to do it. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, uh, to be honest, I, I took what I did for Apollo 18 and I just modified it. And that's what I did for my name. I was like, oh, I, I know I should have come up with something clever and fun, but I'm going to figure out I want to show the work if, you know, instead of make my name. But yeah, it's, it's better to get the work out there. I'm in no rush because yeah. I'm not really yeah. looking for a role. So. <laughs> no, 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 I hear you. Um, so the reason why you got in touch was about your podcast, which is behind the credits. And yes. I really like the idea of this. The it's It's got a unique um, audience, well, a unique group of guests that you can have invited on, but a similar yes. thread that runs through it. So the variety of guests that you could have on your show it's going to be quite wide and varied really, isn't it? Um, 
if anybody wants to reach out, I am more than happy to take you on. Um, but yes, that is the whole point is because it's um, it's it's two pronged the attack I want to go on this is the first thing is, you know, I started late in life. You know, I didn't feel when I was 19 or 20 years old, I didn't really feel like this was an option. Um, I love drawing it. I was pretty decent in high school at it. Um, I would paint little murals in the movie theater and it was like. But I was in Maryland, which is literally the opposite coast from from Tinseltown. So I, I just didn't feel like I would ever have a chance. And um, I and but this again, this is also a time before the Internet. So everything is easier now. So if you can just access this and find this and know you can do this. So um, but I, I, I want people to know that there's random obscure jobs like a location scout i mean a d- director of photography is not a that's a coveted job but there's you know production assistants lighting gaffers um you know anybody and everybody jobs that i don't even know what are out there so that's what i'm hoping to invite people on so they can meet these amazing people that are literally responsible for a section of the shot uh and see their face have a laugh and uh introduce them and um ask them if uh you know what they would have to do to make this a career if they wanted to no i i really really love that that's what your goal is because that is very much the same for me where I want to have people who are influential on my own career in the past, people that I respect now, but also people that I'm interested in understanding what other opportunities are out there because I think that there's so much value that we can have in this industry and a career that is just off the beaten path. So when I had Lisa on understanding education in um, medicine, that there's a whole yes. role there. You know, I think that there's so many different opportunities that people yes. could become aware of. Right. And it's just awareness. It's like, oh my goodness. Like instead of being, you know, feeling that you're hopeless and you're lost and you're like, oh, well, whatever. Be like, you know, I can't do this. But, you know, I also don't want people to feel like they have to be like, oh, well, you know, I kind of like my job and I have a family and I'm set up, so I can't do this. I want people also to feel like, Hey, I can do this on the weekends. I can pick up a pencil and start drawing. I can take my iPhone and go out and shoot something small and then tie it into Cinema 4D, After Effects, and it and it's not as difficult as it seems to start, especially now. And you've got a little section on your show, which is um, asking guests something that listeners could do in five minutes. Yes, And that seems like a really unique way to me of getting people to think about how they could take a little small step to try right. this. Yeah. Right. So very uh, small. I really like, I like that um, sort of, thank you so much. That's great. Yeah. Because that is literally every job that we have. If you break it down, it's a little small step and it's just sort of bringing those together. Yes, it is. I mean, there's, 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 you know, and every single job is brand new. I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like once you get a new script in, it's it's intimidating. And even though you have this back knowledge, it's every single time it's starting over. And it's, oh, my goodness, am I good enough to do this job? Am I going to fail? Is everybody else around me going to be able to create something that's so much better than me? And I'm just left in the dust. And, and that's, you know, sometimes that happens. But it's a collaborative environment. But, you know, I, I still have those fears. Yeah. Every single job that I get. 
Yeah, it's a it's a real tough one because I feel that part of a creative journey is failing and yes. allowing yourself to fail and to learn from it. Right. It's um, yeah, it's it's a real tricky one because the right. to try and go out there and succeed at everything you're going to do along the way, it's it's um, setting yourself up to be open and okay with failing. Right, and I mean, is it really failing though, or no, is it just not, you know what? No. Oh, oh, now I have to do this. Oh, oh, you know what? That didn't work. Oh, so you're just, it's like a path. Yeah. You know? It's part was, of the creative process. Totally. Yes. Totally agree. Yes. Yes. So your podcast, what sort of audience do you think it's for? Is it for f- people only interested in filmmaking or is it really a wider variety? I hope it's a wider variety. I hope it's people that are interested in film in general and not just films, video games, TV, comic books. I hope it's it's photography. I hope it's it's kind of you know, hey, maybe I do want to get into industry. But what if it's an escape? What if it's hey, what what's a day in the life like of somebody uh, in our industry? You know, what's it like to be a gaffer? What's it like to be a location scout? And you know, so on their way to work, uh, or you know, if they're just sitting there and they're watching YouTube uh, on a lazy Sunday afternoon, you know. You know, they get to dive into somebody's world and hear, you know, incredible stories and humble beginnings and just, you know, feel like, you know, I just I want it to be uplifting, fun and, uh, uh, you know, either inspiring to, hey, you know, maybe I want to go up and, and, and take a jog today and maybe that'll jog something in my mind to figure something out or or even further if you want to take a step and uh, join us as colleagues. I really, really enjoyed your first episode because I did find it inspiring. I found Thank it informative, you. and there were little sprinkles of knowledge that I I didn't understand. So it informed right. me. So I thought your first ep was really really good. I, wow! Thank you so much. It's really hard and really intimidating because I'm talking with a professional character designer that's worked on feature films, and he's working with amazing production designers that have a history that is unraveled. So um, it's. And, and you know this because you're, you're, you're speaking with guests every week. It's a little nerve-wracking because I, I, I don't live in that world. I don't know what they do. You know, I, I don't. I don't. But um, I, And I've definitely been the same um, with a number of my guests. And that's where I really enjoyed when um, th- your first guest was saying about doing background art. And you're like, what yes. is that? And that, right. that inquiry of you, yours is actually helping us understand. So not knowing is probably a good point to get that awesome. information out. Uh, I love it. That's great. Uh, yeah, his name is Matt Gazer. He's, he's, uh, he, he's an amazing guy. He's so nice and, and just humble. And, and his art just speaks for himself. It's, 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 it's intimidating, but it's incredible. It's um, no small task starting a podcast. Uh, I haven't been doing it for that long since um, April myself, but there's a lot of planning, there's a lot of research, there's a lot of organizing, liaising, figuring out times. How, how have you found juggling all these new things that are part of your life now? I have found it exhilarating, to be honest with you. Um, my wife, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> She's, you know... Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really nerve wracking writing cold emails and I have, you know, 
this this nice email that introduces uh, myself and what my idea is, and I threw out this crazy number like I want like five thousand listeners an episode, and I think I have like thirty my first episode, so I'm a little behind. I'm gonna get there, um, but you know, and especially going in like uncharted territories, and that's the coolest thing because. I'm a graphic designer. I'm not an editor. I'm not a sound designer. Uh, you know, I, I know these things. Um, so once you get a commitment, once you reach out and somebody says yes, you're like, what? Wait, what? Yes? Oh no! What do I do now? So it thro- it's literally out of the frying pan into the fire. Um, but it's and it's a lot of work, no doubt. And then once you get these episodes, you're like, oh wow, wait, this is an hour just to QC it. And if you don't like something, you got to start over. Um, so, uh, you know, I am very new. I am definitely in my infancy of podcasting, but I am finding um, it to be just a, a um, soothing of the soul process so far. Yeah, I've really enjoyed just having the opportunity to meet people personally. Ask yes. them questions, like to ha- have the opportunity to sit down and literally ask someone anything you want whether they answer it or off that's right right (laughs) um yeah it's a really really big privilege to get inside someone's head and guide a guide a conversation i i often find myself sometimes listening and go oh wait i've I've got to come up with the next question (laughs) because i'm so interested (laughs) in what's being said right so i also just want to add that it's also uh it's incredibly humble for people to donate their time for this because you know this it's their most important asset is their time and you know that's that's why i try to make everybody feel you know super welcome and everybody who's on my episode uh i sent them a t-shirt i haven't made it yet (laughs) i got to do it really soon but i'm sending a t-shirt out to everybody uh, that's on my show. So that's my kind of way to say, you know, thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, I hope they like it. Oh, that's awesome thing to do. Um, I'm not going to be doing t-shirts, but I really, really (laughs) thank you for your time. You're going to get one though. You're going to get one. I, um, I was thinking about your mentioning your wife and it is a really big, um, it's a bit of a hit on your personal life when you're starting out doing this. So supportive partners and um, the appreciation of uh, the time that you're taking away from something else. Yeah, it's it's a tricky balance. It is. Uh, I make a joke, but my wife is very, very supportive. Um, I have children. I have an 11-year-old and a 2-year-old. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's time-consuming and it's it's you know, stuff, but she understands and she knows that, um, that it's a passion of mine and I can't wait to, you know, meet these people. And, uh, you know, just like you, Blair, this is amazing. You know, this is wonderful. And, you know, I listen to your podcast and look up to you so much and it's like, what, I get to have a conversation with you and it's your podcast. What? So it's, it's it's just really, really weird for me to even hear that. (laughs) I'm just, (laughs) I'm literally, I'm I'm you. I'm just trying to like connect and understand and learn. So, right. yeah, right. And I love it. Brothers in arms. I love it. Yeah, it's um, it's such a great way to connect with people that you wouldn't open, have an opportunity to. So yeah. last week at my company and my agency FCB, not my personal agency, the agency I work oh. for, <laughs> uh, we had um. Buck come in to present to the creators and the, um, the team and um, I love their work That's- and 
obviously wanted to be there, but I had to do a client presentation, so I couldn't make it. I was really, really bummed. And then one of my producers afterwards said, creative director from Buck was bit bummed that you couldn't make it because he was looking forward to meeting you because he's a fan of the podcast i was like what (laughs) just completely blew my mind yeah so um i've since connected with gareth from um buck sydney and i'm looking forward to catching up with him at node but big shout out to you really sorry i missed you guys because i'm just such a huge fan of buck and the work that they produce oh man yeah i want let's be there together when we meet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm on man. a plane. I'll be right there. <laughs> so, um, what sort of what's the sort of plan for the podcast in the future? Are you going to do weekly episodes or fortnightly? What's the schedule going to look like for you? I am hoping to do weekly. Uh, I have four in the can, and I am going to start pushing. I'm going to try to start advertising every Monday. Um, I'm advertising on. Um, you know, YouTube, I have a YouTube page uh, on Instagram. Um, Twitter, I'm not great with Twitter yet. Uh, I stayed away from that for, I mean, no other reason than, I I don't know. I just, it seems like all it was was uh, uh, full of hate. And that's another thing is I didn't really hop onto um, social media for a long time because you don't know that there's a huge, positive, amazing community of these artists that are sharing their passion and their work with you to inspire you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's my fault for not hopping on earlier, but now that I am, I, you know, I'm, I'm playing catch up a bit and, um, um, I'm going to advertise on these, you know, those avenues. Yeah. Social media is a real tricky one. Um, for a long time, I didn't really understand it. And, and it is one of those things until you find the right group or you're following the right people. Right. It's just a lot of noise out there. And then yes, I found it really Instagram, for example, I really didn't understand Instagram until I cowed everybody except the artists that I really respected. And then suddenly Instagram right. was full of all this amazing, beautiful work every day. I was like, oh, I'm starting to click on this. Every day, every day, you know, um, you know, Matt Gazer says in my episode, he's like, if you're ever just, you know, hurting for any kind of inspiration, just, you know, go to art station. Uh, for me, it's going to Instagram and you just see, I, I mean, it's, it's intimidating, but it's beautiful at the same time and inspiring. And it, it really does just help me. Yeah, totally, totally. And now it's time for the pro video packs. So um, every episode, mate, we go into the pro video picks. This is an opportunity for you to share some of your picks for the audience. Do you have a pro video pick for the listeners today, mate? I do. And actually, I'm going to say one that's um, uh, in my job. I am actually drawing a little bit more. uh, And it makes me very proud to do this. I work on an app called Disney LOL. Uh, it's like a meme app for the Disney Junior stuff. And my daughter loves it. So really, it, it's awesome. So I do a lot of my work on – it's called Procreate. It's uh, an app for iPad Pro and you have the Apple Pencil. And it's seven ninety nine. It's so affordable and it's portable and it's, it's – it's like Photoshop. It's just like Photoshop. But for me, it's – wonderful and beautiful and i get to draw and it um i draw little robots as well on the side called soccer bots all of my soccer bots are done in uh procreate and it's just uh, i i highly recommend if you have a ipad pro just check it out it's it's so much fun my pro video pick for this week is google photos the reason why i'm 
this is my pick for this week is because I've had quite a few people recently come up to me and say, I've got all these photos and videos. Where do I store them? How do I get them off the phone? And it's always Google Photos I recommend now because with a little bit of compression, you can un- you can store as many photos or videos as you want in Google Photos. The app works really well, it works in the back. So you can basically just clear them off your phone and not have to worry about it being backed up. I also recommend backing it up to a home computer, but for, yes. <laughs> for a lot of you out there, you're going to be the tech support for your family and friends, and they're going to say, my phone's full all the time. <laughs> so Google Photos is my pick for everybody yeah. out there. Yes, that's great. I'm going to use that immediately. Yeah, it's um, it's also quite cool because uh, if you take a series of photos, it'll do a lot of um, automation in the background. So it'll do um, basically a little GIF animation for you of a burst oh, of cool. photos. Um, it also does it does a lot of automation actually in the background. It will have if you're going out filming and photographing for the weekend it'll put together a little presentation of here's your weekend out to this spot and start oh that's awesome yeah so definitely have a bit of a play with the automation side of it as well okay photos oh yeah totally okay so um who are you following online brett um i follow i follow a lot of people actually um i follow trailer beat uh that's a great way to um to get the latest trailers um they just pop up uh we get to see uh our work sometimes we get to see some of our competitors work uh which is fantastic um sometimes we'll finish a trailer one and they'll finish a trailer two so you can see like the differences and you know selfishly you can see if they use the same graphics <laughs> but um there's the trailer industry has revolutionized so much in the last 20 years and uh, i mean they're just amazing pieces of work so you just don't want to miss them um I also follow you know, on the art side. I follow Grizz and Norm. Um, you know, this goes without saying, but I follow Grayscale Gorilla, the gorilla. I mean, he's he doesn't know me. He's never heard of me, but he has been so. You know, Nick has been so instrumental in my growth as an artist, and you know, I, he, I have to give such a huge shout out to him because you know I have a family and a life and all that because of him. You know, as do many people and other so many others. Um, I follow E.J. Hassenfrads as well. His his work is incredible as well. And you know this. Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you again to everybody that puts out tutorials there because yes, you don't hear the thank yous or they're in the notes or whatever, but you really do create lives and careers uh, for these people that you know didn't feel like they had one and now they get to do it in a field of art. Yeah, definitely. Um double that from me as well there's so many people in this industry who give their knowledge and time freely because they understand how rewarding it is to everybody and that it comes back in other ways as well and you'll feel this it's i pray it does yeah it's like you you put out this and the fact is that you'll get somebody coming back and saying really enjoyed that that was useful or helpful or it was just really nice to have a hearing a conversation while i was rotoscoping and feeling like I was out on my own, you know? Right, right, right. Oh, roto. (laughs) Uh, I still, just a side note, I still do a lot of manual roto, and I don't know why. I think I just like to torture myself. (laughs) Lots of good podcasting listening time. (laughs) It is. It's soothing. (laughs) 
We'd like to have an inspirational video for the listeners if we can, and I was wondering if you had one or two or three or however many you want to share with the audience, mate. Well, I will say um, I'm, I'm just throwing this one out there. 99 Frames was huge in me starting my robots. Uh, I mean, enough said. That's just the most amazing piece of work ever. Um, but I really, really love the opening credits for Narcos. Um, uh, it's just so well done. And it's, uh, you know, for me, uh, in a great opening sequence just makes a show just go bananas. Um, and then, of course, the Godfather of them all, Game of Thrones. I, you know, I know it's a, it's a little dated at this point, but it's just it's so inspiring. Yeah, that's a really, really cool um, opening sequence. I have skipped over it for a number of times, but I've been meaning to go back because I was listening to the VFX show with Mike Seymour and some others, mm -hmm. and they were saying that each season there are slightly different tweaks in the yes. opening sequence. And I hadn't realized, so for a long time, I, I you know, just skipped through. I definitely watched it the first 30 times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a really, really cool pick. Yeah, to be honest with you, I that's one of the main things I look forward to. I mean, the show is incredible in every single aspect, but that's, you know, as a designer, like that's, you know, I, I'm looking forward to yeah. the changes. And I only got one more change. Uh, yeah. One more. That's it. So um, my inspirational video is um, music video by the Academy um, Bear Claw. It's really, really cool, basically. They're using the lag of Facebook Live as oh, a wow. technique within the video where they build up over time. So they've, they've got the video playing the Facebook Live feed in the background, and so it's reprojecting and sort of getting this extra layer every time the oh, music wow. loops around. So you definitely have to check it out. It's such oh, a, I will, no doubt. Such an excellent use of um, an artifact, Really? Oh, yeah. Just delay, yeah. And that's funny how, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, all they wanted to do is get rid of artifacting, and all we want to do is bring it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what makes it feel more human. And it does. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, Brett, mate, where can people follow you online? Where's the best place for them to connect? Um, you can go to our website. It is behindthecreditspodcast.com. Um, we are also on Twitter. It's behind the credits, uh, spelled a little short cause they missed one letter. Um, Instagram behind the credits, uh, Facebook page. We have behind the credits as well. Um, and that's, that's a good place to go. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show and good luck with the podcast. Wishing you the best, oh, mate. Thank you. And congratulations on your success and uh, good luck to you as well. I mean, you don't need good luck. This, I mean, it's just an amazing show, and I can't thank you enough for inviting me on. Uh, that's really kind of you to say, and no, I'm really grateful that you could be on and just loving um, the community, mate. I love it. I love it. It's the best. Awesome. Well, you can follow us guys and girls on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, all Pro Video Podcast. If you do a search there, really love it if you could go to itunes and subscribe and rate and leave a review these little things mean a big amount to us podcasters because it means the show gets found by a lot more people it's it's something that's a bit tricky for us to understand because nobody knows the magic source of apple's algorithms so if you could do all three of those things that would make a massive difference for me the show and other listeners finding it so thank you very much everyone for listening and we'll catch you next week 
Okay, bye. Join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Pro Video Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes.